and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Thursday, June the 2nd. Wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, my friends, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's goodness today. Uh, thank you for being present and, uh, and breaking open God's word with me on this Thursday. For those of you who did not listen to Monday's podcast, just a, a brief kind of heads up as to where we are. So this is, uh, and I made this announcement on Monday, this is my last week of doing this podcast in this form. Uh, It is, gosh, I don't even remember what number we're at, 465, give or take, podcasts that we have done together. I, I came to this prayerful decision back in Lent that I would take this podcast through the end of the Easter season. Uh, And then I I think in its current form, it's run its course. I I started it back in March of uh, 2020 as a way uh, to reach out to people during the pandemic. And I think it has been a wonderful experience. I've enjoyed teaching. I've enjoyed breaking open the word. I've enjoyed uh, finding that root and, and having that root planted within me. And I hope that you have enjoyed some of that as well. What I plan to do, and I'm going to begin this tomorrow, so you're going to experience what this looks like. Uh, I'm going to do a weekly podcast, and I'll drop it on Friday mornings, that will look at the weekend readings and uh, and break them open, just like I've been doing with the daily readings. And so it'll only come out once a week. That's my plan at this point. Plans can change. Maybe we do that for six months and see if that works well or not. Or maybe it develops into something more full. Maybe it develops into something else. Again, I want to be open to the Spirit, and I certainly want to be open to your suggestions. But at this point, what I plan to do this coming weekend is Pentecost. So tomorrow, rather than reading the Gospel of the day, I will read the Gospel for Sunday. I'll actually read the first reading and the Gospel for Sunday, because that's typically what I'll do is probably read the first reading and the Gospel, and then break it open. And, uh, and then pray a decade of the rosary, similar to what we've done. Try to keep it to 20 minutes. Lord knows, sometimes I've, I've done that, sometimes I haven't. Uh, but uh, just know, I am so grateful. I am so grateful for those of you who have been with me uh, from the beginning. And I apologize for how many times you've probably heard the same message. But for those, wherever you are, uh, if somehow this helps integrate who God is and God's word within where you are and who you are and what you're doing and how you're encountering the world. I am so grateful for that. I am grateful to God for that. And um, I'm grateful for our companionship, even though we don't know each other. How wonderful that's been. So my friends, wonderfully enough, and and fortuitously, God and God's great goodness, we're going to finish the Last Supper Discourse tonight today, sorry, today, uh, because, you know, we've been going through it since we started John chapter 13, which had to be, what, early on in the Easter season, that we've just been moving through this. Well, these are Jesus's last words, effectively, his last prayer before he goes off to the Garden of Gethsemane, where he is going to be arrested. And so these are his final words, in a sense, his final prayer, not only for the disciples, 
but for you and I, and they are so good, and they make perfect sense. They make perfect sense. So listen to them with that understanding that these are Jesus' final words to his friends as to uh, what he wanted them to remember. And so, my friends, let's break open God's word. It'll be John chapter 17, verses 20 to 26. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they may also be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me and that you loved them even as you loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am they also may be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know you, but I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, honestly, in terms of the last words, wow, yeah, yeah. Let's start at the, at the back um, and just uh, kind of remember what we talked about yesterday, that last line. I have made known to them your name, and I will make it known. Now, remember, Jesus isn't just talking about a name here. He's not saying, I made known to them your name, okay? I called you God, I called you Father, I called you Abba, Daddy, I called you Jehovah, you know? Okay, guys, that's the name of God. Here we go. Okay, you got it? Good. Let's take the test. All right, good. You all get, okay, we're good to go. That's not what he's saying at all, of course, as you know from yesterday's pod. That in a sense, what he's saying is, I made known to them your essence. I made known to them what you look like in this world. I made known to them who you are and how you are and what you are, uh, and, and they know it. They know what it means to be within your realm versus the realm of the world. And, uh, and he says, and I will make it known based, basically based on the love that he's going to show moving forward. Isn't that fantastic? Again, that's that saving idea, that that's what what salvation looks like, that we know the essence of God. We know the name of God. We know the, the, how God operates in God's economy, if I can use that term, because of the salvation, because of the cross of Christ, that that's what love looks like. And brothers and sisters, so, so now I'm jumping back to the beginning. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed. So his last words, essentially, before he goes to the cross, is a prayer. 
And he says, I pray not only for these, meaning those around the table, those who are currently his followers, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. Who's that, of course? He's referring to us, right? That God, through Jesus Christ, was praying for you and I, and he's praying for our children, and he's praying for our children's children, and he was praying for our mothers and fathers, and he was praying for our great-grandfathers. He was praying for all of humanity in that moment. How incredible. But I pray also for those who will believe in me through their word. Why? So that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you. I told you, my friends, that I do the podcast the night before. So while you're listening to this on Thursday, if you are listening to this on Thursday, I'm recording it on Wednesday night. And what I learned tonight, probably around 7 o'clock, 7.15, was that there was another shooting in our country today. Um, a shooting in Tulsa today, which claimed the lives of four people. And this is, what, eight days after the shooting that took place in Evalde, Texas, which claimed the life of the lives of 21, which was, what, 10 days uh, after the shooting in Buffalo, uh, which claimed the lives of, uh, was it 10 there? I mean, brothers and sisters. Uh, and again, I, I'm, I'm not trying to make any statement other than our, the last prayer that our God prayed for us, for you and I, is that, that we may be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you. Essentially, the last prayer of God is that we be in unity, that we be together. You know how many times he says one in this brief gospel? Four times. So that they may all be one. Uh, so that they may be one as we are one, that they may be brought to perfection as one. My, my friends, we live in a world that is anything but one right now. And either, my friends, you and I, through, through Christ, I mean, that's the only way, obviously, right? Grafting ourselves under the vine, to go back to, to earlier in this Last Supper discourse. Um, either we are in Christ helping to integrate uh, one another into that community of unity, into that, um, that integration. And what is integration? It's, it's essentially taking parts and making uh, them into a whole, or we are disintegrating. We are taking the whole and we are dividing it and, and separating it. Our world has, has enough of the second. It is, it is overcome with disintegrating. But our world is dying for integration. And I love how Jesus points to that. Um, so he's not only praying, again, for our, our unity, not only unity in God, which of course we need, but that unity with each other. But, but I'm going to repeat what he said here. 
Uh, I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they may also be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. My friends, we can talk as much as we want, and I've talked a lot. I know that. Forgive me. I, I do ask your, your pardon. But the world will believe us because of our unity, because of our integration or a disintegration. It will believe us based on how we live and the choices we make. I live in a community right now of Keele, Wisconsin, which could not be more disintegrated. What is happening, my friends? And I, and I point no fingers. But I'm saying, how can we be instruments at this moment? Because, my friends, you and I have been chosen for this moment. How can we be instruments of integration? I quoted uh, W.B. Yeats, right? William Butler last week. Of course, I quoted him, but I quoted it as, as you know, Keats instead of Yeats. I want to read the poem that I quoted. I just quoted one part of a line. Um, it's, it's a poem called The Second Coming, which is a wonderful and hard poem to read. But I'm going to read the first paragraph of it, because this is what Yeats was fearing. Um, and, uh, and I think it's, it's, it, it holds up a mirror to say, is this who we want to be? And how do we, uh, how do we bring something new and different? So this is the first part of uh, Yeats's uh, poem, The Second Coming. It says this, Turning and turning in the, widening, in the widening higher, the falcon cannot hear the falconer. Things fall apart, the center cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world. The blood-dimmed tide is loosed, and everywhere the ceremony of innocence is drowned. The best lack all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. Oh my gosh. Isn't that, I mean, doesn't that hold a mirror up to who we are right now? Things fall apart. The center cannot hold. The falcon, I love that, it might be my favorite line. The falcon cannot hear the falconer. My friends, Everything I've said today, you already know. We are called to be instruments of unity, of integration, and we cannot do it unless we, the falcon, hear the falconer. And we are called to be women and men who not only remember, but who listen well to that God who speaks to us in our hearts and in our minds and in our conscience and in our spirit. But we cannot do that unless we somehow can escape the noise and, and the blood-dimmed tide and the ceremony of innocence that is being drowned out and the passionate intensity. Somehow we need to escape that in order to hear, but not to stay separate. Because once we hear, my friends, we are called to bring that integration, to be that witness of unity. 
into the world. Things fall apart. The center cannot hold, which is true. It cannot and will not if the very center isn't the one thing that is immovable. So let's make sure, my friends, that that center is grounded on the name, on the essence, on the life of our God. Let's pray. So we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth luminous mystery, the transfiguration. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, bless you. May your day be filled with every good thing. Be well, and God's peace.